Welcome to the Thriving Solopreneur Show, where you learn the stories and systems that have turned hardworking, self-employed business owners like yourself into highly successful, leisurely entrepreneurs. This show is dedicated to those who went into business for themselves because they had an idea or suggestion that ignited their passions to do more, to do it better, and to solve a problem in our community. Whether your business started in a basement, a garage, or at a kitchen table, this episode will bring to you a system, a tip, or an entrepreneur that has been where you are and can guide you to living the fulfilling life you desire for yourself. Here's your host and serial solopreneur, Janine Bolin. Hi, welcome to The Thriving Solopreneur. This is Janine Bolin, and today I have with me Elizabeth Larson, who is the Chief of Client Success at an app company called Contact Mapping. We'll talk more about that later. But first, I really want you to hear from the woman herself. Elizabeth is not only the Chief of Client Success at this particular app, but she has had a lot of past experience training people who were network marketers and home-based, like, business builders and helping people with technology and helping them with like, you know, all those things that most business owners despise, which is social media and blogging and funnels and marketing. And they're like, can I just build my widget? Right. Or can I just be a freaking coach? Why do I have to do all this other stuff that brings me nothing but heartache? And I have to deal with people at a level I don't, I'm not comfortable with. And so we are in good hands today, ladies and gentlemen, as Elizabeth kind of walks us gently by the hand down that road of helping people retain their current clients, how to follow up with new clients or prospects, as we like to say. And she's helped not only huge corporations, but she's also helped individual distributors. So welcome to the show today, Elizabeth. It's great to have you with us. It's great to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me. Yeah, I was very, very excited when you and I crossed paths and I was like, oh, I have got to get you on the show. So if you don't mind, kind of paint the picture for us, okay? Uh, 2021, very different year from any other year we've had. Everybody's still just trying to find their center. So when you talk to individuals, let's talk about the individual first before we move to the larger uh, businesses that have employees. But for the thriving solopreneur, the person that's cottage industry, that sort of thing, how is it? how would you recommend they find their stability in this whole new world, literally whole new world that we're operating in. Do you have any like quick tips for us? Ha ha. <laughs> well, honestly, it's all in steps. I feel like the biggest thing that people are struggling with in the changes of everything is the overwhelmment of the whole thing. And the overwhelmment is actually blocking people and helping people and, and, and essentially freezing people up because so many people were used to in public building relationships in coffee shops and in, in their workplaces, doing these different things. And suddenly we're thrown into this stay at home and be on video. And a lot of people didn't use Zoom and all these other pieces of technology. And so one of the big things is if you're not familiar and you're getting that overwhelmment and you're having that problem, it's going to be in steps and work with people who can help you with those steps. If you're not sure how to do them yourself, like that's one of the things we do is just help people with the steps to help them get their footing again. And I honestly believe once they get their footing, a lot of our people have just started to thrive in this arena. And even when things go back to normal, they don't have a plan of going back to the old way that they did things. And that's a pretty amazing thing. 
I have to agree with you on that one. I always encourage people when I hear them say, and I want to go back to the way I used to do things. I'm like, that ship has sailed. You don't even want to move into that harbor again. What you want to do is look for a new harbor where you're doing things in a very, very different way. And so what are some things that you notice that when people are trying to communicate and they're trying to work with others, what are some of the things that you see that they may stumble on and that you can give them a little bit of footing? Well, one of the things still, it's the importance of relationship, honestly. And when we switch to this online world, there, there's so much of, this is how you sell through this. This is how you sell through this. But the relationship part is missing in that. And so it's still very much about building relationships, whether you're using social media, Zoom, or anything else, and building those new relationships so you have people that are learning more about you, your business, and places that you can connect That can actually easily be done on social media, but it is really about being authentic. It is really about being the person of learning how to speak and talk and and be interested in them and show the beauty of who you are through a new platform when you've been, you know, a person who's been doing that in person for so long, but it absolutely can be done. And it's, it's more about being what we call it is the coffee shop interview. And what we do is teach the coffee shop interview. And the coffee shop interview is essentially your, it's a series of questions that you're asking somebody to get to know who they are and, and their true needs and their true desires and their true wants. And then at a time when you have that, being able to connect them either with a product or a business opportunity of your own, if it fits what they are needing or connecting them with somebody else for something else that they may need. And then you become the person that they know as the connector, the person who knows people, the person who can be trusted that I can call that person and they'll know exactly who it is that I need to connect with. And that's very powerful. I mean, we always talk about you. you, I mean, I'm sure you've heard this. I've heard this a million times where people say, oh, I wish I had that person's connections or I wish I had this. And ultimately, it's these simple steps just done consistently every day that builds that kind of network. And that's the thing that I really encourage people. It's like, stop looking at what other people have and focus on building your own community, whatever that looks like. Because I see the this comparison thing and it's like, number one, you are operating in a totally different niche. And number two, you don't want their connections. You want to build your own community because your own community will then reach out and pull you into that other community. It's like anything else. Back in the back in the day when I was working in the pharmaceutical industry, everybody knew that if you wanted to get a pay raise, you would jump ship and you go to another pharmaceutical company and work for them, and you would get anywhere from a ten to a thirty thousand dollar increase. And so everybody knew everybody because we were just moving around. It was Merck Sharp and Dome and Glaxo Pharmaceuticals and Burroughs Welcome and, and moving around. So if you really want to get into somebody else's network, the best thing you can do is offer them a spot to speak to your network of it. And then, oh my gosh, it's amazing how things uh, definitely come out of that for them. So one of the things I'd love for your uh, your definitely your perspective on is we hear these words over and over, and I'd like you to define them according to your perspective because the way you build relationships is unique and it is very intimate. And 
That is, we hear relationship marketing, and we also hear authenticity. I think if I hear the word authenticity one more time from people who aren't expressing it, I'm going to reach through my Zoom and strangle them. You know exactly who I'm talking about. You're sitting there cracking up laughing, but you know who I'm talking about with that. Uh, help me out here, girlfriend. You know who, what I'm saying, and share with me what you know on this. Well, the first thing is, let's talk about authenticity. Authenticity is not... You know, it's being marketed as be authentic and blah, blah, blah. And this is how you do it, blah, blah, blah. And the reality is it's finding, it's it's di- taking the deep dive within yourself, doing the radical self-inquiry, learning where you have grown, learning where you failed, learning everything about your own story of where you've come from, from the beginning all the way to the end. And and it's it's really understanding the failure points that you have created yourself, the failure points you went through, the things you learned from it, and all of those things. And once you understand that, you can pull parts of that story. And then when somebody's speaking to you, let's say somebody lost their job or, or somebody's going through a traumatic uh, divorce or something and really has to change their life. If you have those experiences, then it doesn't become about trying to sell them about something. It comes about, I understand and I can meet you where you're at. And I and I and I walk with you through that kind of thing instead. So I'll give you an example. When I was much, much younger, I I mean, literally, if you knew my life story, I came from very, very traumatic stuff. And I really never thought my life was ever going to get any better, honestly, never did. I mean, that was just my mindset. And it's what so many people struggle with these days is value worth and in thinking that their life could get any better and getting rid of, well, I'll call them those demons, you know, those things that, that you say to yourself, the stories that you say to yourself. So I was in this position and this wonderful woman I uh, used to visit my neighbor and it was her mother-in-law and I would go over there and she would tell me stories of her life, where she started off and where she is now. And the, the change in her life was dramatic. It was very similar to the things I had gone through and what that did. She wasn't trying to sell me something. She wasn't trying to anything else, but what it did was it made me start believing that my life could be different, that I could possibly have something different than what I had right now maybe have a career I actually like, maybe have relationships I like, maybe have a life I liked, you know, and, and over a period of time, it came to a point where I wanted that so badly. I started talking to her. She never had to say anything to me. I started talking to her about it. And so that's what I mean about authenticity. Unless you are willing to be vulnerable, like Brene Brown talks about vulnerability and there's strength in it. And when we're willing to be vulnerable appropriately, you know, it's not throwing up a terrible story on people all the time, you know, just because it is, but it's, it's appropriately being vulnerable, but then also being able to understand who we are, where we've really truly come from, what we've really learned and not being scared of telling the truth of that then all of a sudden it opens up a world to people where they're like connecting with you on social media and they're connecting with you in ways. And they're like, wow, I have that same experience and they want to be part of your tribe. And then it's not your business and your things are all, you know, naturally starting to grow, 
because of these types of authentic relationships. And, you, you know, every time we put on that clown face, and I like to call it the clown face, you know, we put on the clown face and we're like, everything's so perfect and blah, 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 blah. Ultimately, what we're showing, what we're telling people is like, we're great, you should be like us and stuff like that. But if they're super, super struggling, or they're still going through the process, then they can't really attach on to anything in that story that everything's perfect in your life, you know, and it always has been your entire life. But when you come from that place of, you know, radical self-inquiry, of that place of authenticity, that place of looking at yourself, knowing who you are, knowing where you've been and knowing the, the value and the, um, the lessons learned that you can help somebody else with, when you come from that place and then talk about those things, that person can, like me, say, wow, I had that same thing. Wow. And then start the process in their head of being, maybe I could do this maybe I could actually do this and it builds trust. And what we like to call it is um, the, the four pillars, belonging, love, trust, and safety. And ultimately that's what your relationships really have to have. We call it the four pillars or the BLTs. Um, so belonging, love, trust, and safety. And when people feel all four of those with you, they're in your tribe and they never want to leave. Well, and as you know, I'm uh, one of those people that help folks with debt-free living and that sort of thing. And I learned a long time ago, people will tell you so much about themselves, but when you start getting them talking about money, then you know they trust you because that is so (laughs) deep in in that. So I would love your perspective as well on relationship marketing, okay? That's another word that's been used a lot, and I have had so many people that have – done it so badly, like when they were connecting with me on LinkedIn or Facebook or what have you, can you give a little coaching? I mean, just like, these are the top three things not to do. Don't do these things and kind of help a few people out on what it's not. And then we'll talk about a little bit about what it is. So if you don't mind, let's go with the negative first, and then we can move into the positive. Well, relationship marketing is not about your agenda. And that's the one thing I'll say straight out. <laughs> when we go into relationship marketing and it's about our agenda, it, that, that just kind of blows it out of the water. So that's number one. Some points to never do, though, is if you've ever had that person who you're kind of chatting with or you're having this thing and you say this one thing and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, I've got this thing I can send you and blah, blah, blah. And it just goes into this crazy sales pitch not relationship marketing. (laughs) Um, You know, and other things, honestly, really, it's not about trying to get in there and pounce and see if there's something there or not. And I think that's one of the biggest problems that people are doing, especially in the social media arena, is like, they, they, they pretend like they're trying to actually get to know them. And then it's like, eh, well, you're, are you interested or not? And it's like, I, I thought you were trying to really connect and build some relationship, you know, in this direction and stuff like that. And I think that's one of the biggest things right there. I can't tell you how many people I have spoke to who said, you know, they had somebody reach out to them on social media and talking about, and they were talking in Facebook groups and things like that. And then all of a sudden they're trying to pitch them something and they thought they were actually trying to be their friend. And 
So if you're going to build through relationship marketing, relationship marketing is actually building connections and networks throughout all of it. And these are not networks that are in people that you just throw away, like they have no value. These are people and networks where you are literally building relationships with all of these people. And you can do so very effectively with not a lot of time, believe it or not. But when you do this, you have a network that keeps growing and growing and growing and growing and growing. And then when that person knows what you do, even if the conversations never came up with them, when they are ready for a change, the first thing they're going to do is start thinking, who do I know that this? And then suddenly your name comes up. Suddenly that thought comes. And suddenly somebody's calling you. One of our people, her name's Pamela, she was just telling me about how she has been doing this for so long now that somebody just reached out to her and said, you know what? I really need help in this health arena. It was five years ago that they met, you know, and she's getting people from years ago now saying, hey, you know what? I'm in a situation where I need help. I know you're trustworthy. I know I'm safe with you. I know you care about me. I know I, know I belong. Can you help me? And imagine that she hasn't talked to the person in over a year, but they reached out to her because the relationship was never broken and that door was never closed. And that's the most important thing. And I'm just going to share with you an experience I had literally a couple of days ago. And that was, I was on a call with somebody on Zoom and I had every intention of building a relationship. And the next thing I know, this gentleman started telling me all the things I needed to do to change my business and how I needed to add this or do that so that I would have more streams of income. And what was fascinating was in this 30 minute phone call, I timed it because literally I was like, this is a teaching moment. I, I was like capturing this because I was like, this is exactly what not to do. He spoke for 22 of the 30 minutes. And it wasn't nonstop quite. There were times where I went, oh, that's awesome, or that's fantastic, or that's a good team, or, you know, I was like doing the active listening thing. At the very end of the call, now this is to his credit, he goes, wait, Janine, I I, I don't know what you do. And I said, you know what, we'll catch that on another call. When do you want to set that up? And then we s- scheduled it. So to his credit, at the end, he, he did catch himself. But this is a gentleman who's been in marketing and who has been in business for over 30 years. So there is going to be a training process that goes through because obviously he was trained in the, I need to tell you as much about myself and give you advice, even though I have not asked your permission Permission is key in relationship marketing. I would love for you to talk to me a little bit more and help our listeners out on tell us more about this permission thing. Permission is so important. And it kind of goes back to the example I gave earlier where, you know, I was talking to somebody and I mentioned this one little thing, you know, out of this conversation. And all of a sudden it was, oh, I want to send you this and this and this and all this other stuff. I didn't ask for that. And so, and here's the key. When we start, and I like to call it pouncing. I mean, it's almost like a cat, you know, pouncing on a mouse. (laughs) But when, when we pounce, that is when we do things without permission. And when we, when we don't have that permission, 
it shuts the person down. It shuts the energy of the conversation down. The person now has to throw up walls. And even if those walls were down there, suddenly those walls go up because they have to protect themselves is the way they feel. And so permission is ultimately about finding their need, finding everything that they think. And then and, and, and honestly, even when I speak to people and I find their need, that very first conversation, I don't say anything. I don't because it's not the appropriate time. The appropriate time is at another date. And it's when, you know, I would love to tell you about this. If not, no worries. But I think I might know something, somebody, something that could help you. But I always like to put the out and for somebody as well, because I never want anybody to feel uncomfortable because the moment they feel uncomfortable, that's where walls go back up again. And even if this thing really would be the best thing for them, even if, you know, later on down the road, they, they find out, oh, that would have been great. Those walls will block the hearing of anything. And so allowing people to feel, and that's part of feeling safe, you know, they have to feel safe with you. And in order for them to feel safe with you, they need to know that they can speak without you trying to sell them automatically, without you trying to pounce on them, without you trying to, you know, really the way we like to put it is any conversation that you go away from, you should know, or try to attempt to know that person better than their best friend does. Just Find out everything about them and the amount you talk should be how much being interested, not interesting. And I think that is so key. So I wanted to talk about permission because in relationship marketing, that is where, and it's, it's called the sucker question. You know, we've, we've all had this one. So Janine or so Elizabeth, what do you do? That's where you go. That's where you have your three to five word introduction. Hi, well, I'm Janine Bolin and I help people with debt-free living. Back to you. I want to hear more about those Chicago Bulls or whatever it was. You like, it, literally, it's a sucker question. They're wanting to see how long you're going to talk. And if you really are interested, a lot of uh, defensive behaviors go into that. So talk to us a little bit more about how you navigate around that sucker question. What are some of the tips you can suggest? You know, honestly, it's very much the same thing, but I... The act of listening is so important, but when you're first starting to have that conversation, pure curiosity about their life, about the way they feel about things. And if you, you approach every conversation with that curiosity, it makes a big difference. So let me give you an example. You're having a conversation with somebody and you're starting to get to know them. Sometimes people feel obligated to say, well, what do you do or something, you know, and sometimes it's also an out for them because they're uncomfortable. So either those of those can be the case. Now, depending on your line of questioning, you know, of what you've been asking and things like that, if it's just the, you know, courtesy, well, what do you do? Oh, well, you know what? I just train and, and uh, teach people how to, you know, build their businesses at home. But really, honestly, right now, what I would love to do is hear more about you. What is it that you do in this arena? What is it, you know, what are, are you married? What is your business like? Really? Have you, have you always done that? Or, you know, and sometimes people are in interesting, you know, industries and stuff. And you're like, 
how did you get into that? That question can bring up so many things because what I've learned, especially very much recently with all of this, our lives really are a journey. And I know people say it, but what I mean by that is we're always evolving. We're always learning. And on the roads that we've been on, a lot of times we end up with these crossroads of areas where it's like we made a left instead of a right and ended up in this career that was not exactly what we planned, not exactly what we wanted to do. And I'm always fascinated with finding out the whys of their choices. And it it does two things. One, it gets that great conversation going of allowing people to really dive into themselves and dream again. But the other thing it does is it brings up the conversation in the opening for us to really start bonding and getting to know each other. And again, that goes back to trust and safety. You know, when you can start building those things, people want to be around you. Right, because you make them feel better. When they walk away from a conversation with a a true relationship marketer, somebody who truly understands relationship marketing, they always talk about they feel better. I have people that tell me two years later, you know, I'm reaching out to them, hey, let's get on a Zoom call. And they're like, oh my gosh, Janine, I got so excited. I get to talk to Janine today. And I know people feel the same about you. Ooh, I get to talk to Elizabeth today. And that's what you want from your community. So it doesn't matter if you're looking at somebody who's a social influencer and they have a following of hundreds of thousands of people. Do people say, oh my gosh, I get to speak to so-and-so today. And if the answer is yes, then look at how they treat those people and really study how they handle their guests and that sort of thing. So one of the things that Elizabeth does on a daily basis is she helps people with this app that's been around for several years. And I'm horribly biased on this app. It's called Contact Mapping. And I'm biased on it because the headquarters is literally four blocks away from where I live. And I run down to headquarters anytime I struggle with my app, which is extremely rare. But when when things do happen, when it was first starting, I was one of the beta testers. And I was lucky because I live close by and they wanted me to test it because I had a phone that was older. And so one of the things that was great was I would run down. They have the best customer service department. No, seriously, they really do. You don't have to live nearby. You can actually call them. So Elizabeth, if you wouldn't mind, share with us a little bit about what contact mapping is the app, the cost, and why it is good for a solopreneur like myself and others. I'd love to. So contact mapping is a personal CRM, which allows you to build relations, build stronger relationships, keep track of your follow-ups, keep track of your contacts, organize your uh, lists of people so you can, you know, keep in, and especially in the network marketing arena, where you need different lists for your business builders and your product users, and then your, and then your possible clients, being able to keep all of those organized is so incredible. And I can't tell you, I mean, almost every leader has some story of, um, you know, a follow-up they, they didn't complete. In fact, Sarah Robbins is one of my favorites. She has this uh, story she's at, um, and she tells this story about how she kept thinking about this one person over and over and over again. And just, oh, I should reach out to them. I should reach out to them, but just never did. And one day she was doing a meeting and she walked in, but she walked in with somebody else. She is at the very top of the company now too. Sarah's here, she's here. They're cross-lined from each other. 
and this has happened so many times. In fact, I, before I came to contact mapping, I had somebody who reached out to me and said, well, blah, 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 blah. And I was actually interested and the person never followed up with me. And then I spoke with Tom. So, you know, it follow up and, and keeping those relationships strong are so, is so important, but how do you do it? Well, we've done a couple of things with contact mapping. We have the app itself, which is very easy to use. It will allow you to keep track of all of those things, tell you when your follow-ups are, tell you, um, actually give you notifications when you have a follow-up too. So it becomes a very easy system to use. We also teach people how to utilize this for their teams to make it a team system. But the other thing that we do that I love, and this honestly, this is probably one of my favorite things. We have our community. In our community, we do weekly trainings. And on Mondays, we have a training where we teach new skills for your business. But here's the thing. We don't just teach the skill. We actually put challenges into place to help you implement the skill into your business and into your life. So it's not like, oh, I just learned something. Now I don't know what to do with it. We're actually helping you implement these things. And then on Fridays, we have live coaching. So you know, we find a lot of people who have those mindset issues, who don't understand social media, who don't understand really how to connect with people, how to build those strong networks. And so ultimately what we're doing is helping people with those things, learn how to do those things very effectively, and then be able to teach their teams and others how to do that as well. So does that, is that kind of answer your question? It does because I've used contact mapping for years and I loved it right off the bat because I was a solopreneur. I didn't have a lot of money. I did not want to invest in a CRM when I really didn't know if my business was going to take off or not. I was really bootstrapping. I was like, until I make more money, I'm not going to invest a lot. And so I was very lucky that I, I was able to have a contact mapping and it is exceedingly affordable. Go ahead, share the prices. I, I still am blown away at how low cost this is because of the support that it goes along with this app. So please can share. <laughs> well, we have two versions. First, we have a forever free version. And you can't get inexpensive than that. And the reason I love that we have that forever free version is, first of all, it gives people the, the opportunity to start utilizing this and seeing if it's for them. But here's the other thing that it does as well. You know, if, if you are building a business and you're in that very beginning stages where money's super tight, you still need systems, even though you don't have the finances to pay for those systems. And so this gives you an opportunity to utilize that, be able to keep track of your contacts, be able to keep track of your follow-ups and things like that. So the, uh, and then we have a second version of that. We have a premium version and the premium version not only includes the app, but it also includes a desktop version, social media integration, and incredible business training. But here's the thing. You would think that's probably hundreds of dollars a month. It's actually only $29.99 a month. And it's including the business training. It's including the live business coaching. It's including the app, the desktop, the social media. Everything's included in that. So I think that's what I'm so excited about is that we're giving people amazing tools with the support that they need to be able to go out and do what their dream is in their heart. And I totally concur. One of the things I love is I do not like texting. 
I use the voice microphone all the time. And one of the things that I loved about contact mapping that when it came out, very few things were doing, which was I could press the microphone and talk into it, save my notes. I don't care about punctuation. This is notes. I am, I'm the only person that's going to read this. So yes, to say that I absolutely love this app is an understatement. That's why I was thrilled that contact mapping allowed Elizabeth to take a quote, quote, break and work with me here for a minute to give you guys this really awesome app that I highly recommend. Try the forever free version as your business, because you know me, I do not want you going into debt for your business. So as your income builds, as you are able to build, realize contact mapping will be there to then help you build up your CRM and your business so that you can afford the very product that they know will help you get more income. So Elizabeth, any last minute statements you want to share with us before we go? Well, one thing is, you know, if if you are out there trying to build a business, and especially with the changes uh, from the pandemic and everything that's gone on, and you're struggling with your business, I really hope you take this opportunity to reach out and try this. And especially with our biggest thing is that we want you to be successful. It's not just about we want clients. It's about we want your success. And so we would love to partner with you and help you on your journey to get. And some of those things may be just the app. Some of the things that you may be struggling with, like I did, mindset, belief that I can actually accomplish this. Maybe I don't have a lot of support from other people cheering me on. Maybe I need a community of people that are like-minded that will that will cheer me that will that will cry with me that will help me get to where I want to be that's what contact mapping is about so thank you so much for being with us today Elizabeth how can people get a hold of you if they want to talk to you personally absolutely just reach out to me you can find me at elizabeth at contactmapping.com shoot me an email we'll set up a zoom glad to talk to you and 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 i can't thank you enough for having me on here today this has been so much fun <laughs> it was a pleasure i'm glad our schedule is finally coordinated so we want to say thank you to everybody for listening this is a quality app also quality content that you can access on their website and adrian uh, who is the ceo of this particular app actually has a book out called the coffee shop interview i've read through it and it is worthwhile if you you're new to relationship marketing or you're trying to retrain your mindset to relationship marketing after being taught a very uh, a system that's not going to work not not in this day and age so thank you so much for being with us and this is janine bolan with the thriving solopreneur keep your feet firmly on the ground do not go into debt for your business but keep reaching for those stars thank you for listening to the thriving solopreneur show we hope you found this episode helpful and uplifting be sure to visit us at janinebolin.com forward slash podcast, where you'll find a library of videos, books, and podcast programs to guide you to the future you envision for yourself. We also ask that you visit our sponsor, the8gates.com, for the books and online courses that share with you the debt-free living lifestyle that allows business owners like yourself to flourish. Have a great day, and see you next time.